Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back, you guys. Episode two, season three. Hey. Hello. Hi, Morgan. Hi. How are you? Uh, well, I've been drinking vodka for four hours. Yes. We've had quite a few of those. So we do that thing where we go on Pinterest sometimes and like find fun drinks or like TikTok will give us a drink. And so when we do do these recordings for you guys, we also for ourselves have a cocktail. A new one that we've never had. Yeah. This time it was a cranberry lime Moscow mule. Um, Really good. Yeah. I think, well, we got them in big ass like mason jars. I'm here for it. Yeah. So there's been, this our third one. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) this will be really funny. Oops, sorry. Um, Hey, so you know what? We were invited, the Smut Hive podcast was invited to a women in business event here in our local community, which if you guys don't know, it's in Kalamazoo, Michigan. It's at Sway Salon. Uh, It's called Galentine's Day Open House. It's on February 12th from 11 to 2. So if you live in our area... You should check it out. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. We're going to be there for the Smut Hive. Also, just not to toot my own horn, but I also have uh, a consulting business for mainly weddings, uh, MKM event consulting. So I'll be there for that too. So it's going to be a busy day, but I'm excited. I'm excited too. Not just because it's our very first event um, as the Smut Hive, but to be included in this array of like amazing, you know, business bad bitch women yeah. um, is so exciting. And and I'm just, I'm so glad that we're going to be yeah. a part of that. So again, if you guys are in our area, check it out. There's a big fun, fun Facebook post out there somewhere yeah. too that, you know, has all the details, but yeah, yeah that's what we got going on. Um, our friends over at Passion Flicks. Mm. So look, I stalk them. Yeah, I stalk yeah. Tosca. I stalk Jody Ellen. I stalk Passion Flicks because I'm ready for any information that comes out about Jesse Ward for the This Man series that's coming up on Passion Flicks. I've been ready for months and months. Like, what the I fuck? I know. So they're hinting. Like there's these like te- you know like these like posts that are hinting that they might have casted for Jesse, uh, but they're gonna hold that shit like real close right. to their you know chest. So we're not gonna know about that until we're supposed to know about it. Damn, hurry the fuck, hurry up. the fuck up! I mean, yes, it's all about him, but at the same time, there's so many characters they got to cast, yeah. and so it's like I know that. You know, Jodie Ellen was a big part of writing the actual script for it, which I fucking love. I love that Passion Flicks gives the authors like that much control because it's their books and they want it like, yes, it's not always easy to turn a book into a movie, but they're going to let them do it like in their way and, you know, make sure they're part of the screenwriting process. So I know it's going to be great because I love everything that Jodie Ellen Malpas does. So, yeah. Super excited. Come on, Passion Flicks. Drop us more than a little cracker. We need it. Ugh. 
Anywho, today, today is about another one of our most favorite authors ever, yes. Megan March. Love her. Love her. Um, in our very first season of our podcast, we did the Mount Trilogy. Yep. Um, we are back to do her The Legend Trilogy. Um, trilogy, of course, being three books. We have The Fall of Legend, House of Scarlet, and Fight for Forever. These books are so fucking good. I have yet to read a Megan March book. That I didn't like. Yeah, she doesn't have any I, books that suck. I don't think it's None. possible. I need her, Megan. If yeah, you're listening girl. We need a new something. We love I you. Need, I'm through all of your books. Yeah, I need something new. Yeah, but this was a treat. Yes, I love this. Oh, this book, book was so good. And she, because she has a really good social media presence. Um, her and her husband have written like, I don't know, I think it's like one of those feel good, positive vibes kind yeah. of help you with your life type books. Yeah. And they've done like the audiobook together. And then those who don't know, like she married a book model. Yeah. He's fucking hot. And so She's just really, Maggie, Maggie, we love you. Oh, like the girl. Couple. Like I love when she posts on social media and he's like in the video, like, I think she posted one recently where he was like snow blowing their deck or something. Yeah. It was the cutest thing ever. But anyway, yeah. I love her. Yeah. They're My so good. Life, I feel like yes, I want to meet her in person. Well, oh, yeah. And him too. But I really do want to meet her in person. Yes. Yes. Like we're going to be best friends. Yeah. I just know it. Or we're going to stalk her until she we wants be to be friends. our best she would friend. Fit in with us. I know she would. I know she, she would. would. Well, we fucking love her books. Yes. The Legend Trilogy is, you know, absolutely no exception. This book was amazing. It has amazing characters. Yep. And what you have is kind of your main guy, um, Gabriel Legend. He has a past. It's probably not a good one. It's probably yep. an illegal one. He probably did some bad things. He was probably young and desperate. All those things are true. Um, but he is an ex-MMA, like, underground street fighter. And now he's a club owner. Um, unfortunately though, his club is in peril and it is about to be closed down and he is about to lose everything. Right. And he has under his wing a, um, I don't know, I guess this guy's in his thirties. They call him bump and he's a friend of Gabriel's from childhood, but he was shot in the head with something that had to do with Gabriel. Yep. Um, and he has the kind of mental capacity of a 15 year old yeah. and bump who knows that the club is in trouble, wants to do anything he can to help Gabriel, um, or legend, how everyone yeah. calls him legend. I feel, like, I feel like their relationship is very brother. Like it's very brother. I think that Gabriel has a sense of like feels responsible for what happened to bump. And so, um, not only does he love him like a brother, but I, he holds a lot of guilt for where he is at in his life and how he's never going to grow up past like the age of 15. Right. And as readers, we don't know what that is yet, yeah. but it's made pretty clear that yeah. like, you know, you know, this person has like an emotional disability right. and that it has something to do with Gabriel believing it to be his right. fault. Um, and that his club is in really yeah. bad trouble. So there is a socialite, like a social media influencer, I guess is the best way to describe her. She's our main character. Her name is um, Scarlet Priest. Um, she comes from money. Her mom was like a big fashion type model person. Money, 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 money. So 
apparently wherever it is that Scarlet goes, so does social media and so does the crowd. So Bump has it into his brain Mm -hmm. that it is okay to kidnap her while she's out on a run and present her in Gabriel Legend's office and says, this is what's going to fix our problems. Like unroll a rug and And out she comes. Yes. And of course she thinks she's going to be murdered. She has no fucking clue what's happening. And Legend is kind of like, what the fuck i have to make sure bump doesn't go to prison but at the same time maybe i can use this to my advantage so with a little bit of back and forth and a little bit of mouth and it what i will say about the writing in this book is that this kidnapping type situation is very believable that it works out in the end of scarlet agrees to help legend it works out because of the way that it's written and because of the banter that's back and forth and kind of the position that they're both taking on the situation like it's very believable I, and I think that that is, goes through the whole series. Yes. Uh, the writing just makes everything, like, clear, believable. I just feel like you can put yourself in that position. Oh, absolutely. And be there. Yeah. So, for me, like, he's big and imposing and hot, but also sh- dangerous and she recognizes the danger, but she also recognizes the hotness. So she's got some sass. I like Scarlet. Yeah. I I never didn't like her. Uh, she's comes from money, but she doesn't necessarily act like it. She plays a part. Yeah. But it's not who she really is. And she's kind of like a boss bitch, owns her own business off to the side. And kind of just says it like it is she's very i feel like blunt and honest and she knows what she wants but she's also in the public eye all the time so she acts like someone that she isn't and i don't know i just liked her she was she was just very believable and relatable to me uh, I didn't love the amount of side friends in this one. There was too many. I couldn't remember. She had a that. lot of side friends and they would meet often and you would get confused yeah. about like who knew what and like, you know, I don't know. I think like where I am with Scarlett is I was very confused about what it was that she was like so supportive. Like she was very much like I run my own company. I run this brand. I mean this, but I really struggled to understand what that was. So like as a social media influencer, people go to where she goes to say, like she says, come to this club and they come to it. So she does agree to help legend, like under the, the guise of you're not going to kill me and you're going to let me go and you're not going to kidnap me or do mean things to me. But I know that the way that it's written, you know, from the beginning, she understands he's not going to do anything to her. He might raise his voice at her or be a little snippy or say a comment, but she knows she's playing him because she's like attracted to him right from the beginning. And there's no kidnapping type situation that's happening in this book, like whatsoever. Not like at all. Like when we dealt with like the Mount Hera situation and ruthless King, um, that's not like this at all. Like it, it started out that way, but right at the beginning, she knows he's going to let her go. He's not going to do anything right. to her, but she's agreeing to help him. And she was like, if you just ask for my help, like I'll give it to you. Right. So she's agreeing to go to like several weekends of being in his club with all of her friends yeah. and following it in the social media and blah, blah, blah. But 
like you said, she owns this business. I think it's called Curated. Yeah. And she like has this building and she has this business in it. And then she also lives in it. But it also has to do with like staging scenes, I think, for like, I don't know, social media posts. So she offers this like consulting business, but then she also like buys all these trinkets and things and like at secondhand stores and then she showcases them and sells them for a lot of money. I'm confused about what it is that this girl does. So I feel like for me, it's like an upscale Ikea. Do you know how like <laughs> Ikea has all like the different rooms and they're all like positioned? Yeah. With, like showcase things. Yeah. I feel like it's like the Gucci or Chanel <laughs> of Ikeas. Well, girl, I get that. Right. So she <laughs> she goes out and she thrifts and she finds these like one of a kind things. Right. Right. One of a kind. She's obsessed with salt shakers, by the way, which I love. I do love that. Um, she gets all these different kinds yeah. of salt shakers from all these different so kinds of places. Some she even steals, yeah, which is kind of cute. So she has like, for example, uh, I don't know, like these cool bookends that are like a ballerina or something. Right, right. And it's, that's the only one there ever is in the whole world. And so she showcases it in this like, I don't know, little girl's room or whatever it may be. Yeah. And so you have these people coming in and they know that what they're buying is a one of a kind. No one else in the world has it. So it's expensive and you have to have like appointments and shit to get in there. But she does it like a one day of a week where like a normal person that's not a celebrity can like come in and shop. So for me, it's like an upscale Ikea that's the things are a lot of money and it's special. But I also think Scarlett is a person doesn't think that money buys happiness. And I think she knows that because she has a really fucked up relationship with her dad. Yeah. And her mom obviously has passed away. So for her like she i think wants and dreams and hopes that one day she's gonna be like that mom that has like cupcake frosting smeared all over her face with like kids running around the house because she in the book follows like these everyday moms about how life is messy but also they're so happy and she's like obsessed with it yeah it's like what she wants in the world like she doesn't even care about the money so yeah and that is in the books like it's yeah. very much centered around i think what a lot of us do every day especially since you introduced me to tiktok yeah like i can literally sit down and like start scrolling and start listening and ignore everything around me and just get you yeah. know obsessed with like everything i'm watching and loving and liking and sharing yeah. and all these things and she does the same thing yeah and she does it with, you know, with certain business women or certain moms and all these type of things. And it, it really is written in a way where social media is such a part of our like present day yeah. everything. And this book is not brand new. Like this has been out for a minute right. and it showcases all this information. So she does have a lot of things going on, like her consulting business. She's trying to get clients yep. to come to her to be like, I can help you stage your social media posts. Now, let me just say as a person that's not social media savvy, not tech savvy, like I'm the person that likes to look at it, but I don't want to create it. I don't yeah. want to do it. That's what I have you for Morgan. Yeah. Love you. Mm -hmm. um, this is what you do. All those great things for us, like our TikTok and our social media. But like, I would love to just have a person that says, hey, Smut High Podcast, would you like me to post X amount of posts today? Yes. Yes, I would. Yes. Because I don't want to watch a YouTube right. video to figure out how to fucking right. do it or ask my like 20 year old children like, hey, right. how do you do that? And they're like, mom, 
we're not going to help you with your smutty podcast. Like, right. don't ask us again. Yeah. So it's funny. But no, I appreciate how it's explained. I was a little bit confused. So thanks for clearing that up yeah, for me. You're um, however, Scarlett is a great character. Yeah. She's very flawed. She's very telling you from the beginning, I don't have all my shit together. I do come from money, but I'm not a dick. Right. Like, I'm not a dick about it. I'm not a princess about yeah. it. But really, her only job, like, she works hard, but her job is all about how she is in the social right. media presence, how she looks, who right. she's with, what she posts, all of that. Right. But then you walk in Gabriel Legend, who's right. not about any of that. Like, he's a little bit like me. Where I don't think he knows how to turn on it, like barely knows how to turn on his phone right. and like look at the feed and be like, oh, that's funny. Let's like it. And that's all right. I know how to do. Yeah. So, but he's fucking hot and he's so naughty. And everything he says, every way he moves. I just wanted to be in every, I wanted it to be me in every sex scene. Every single scene. Every single one. Yes. Um, I can't say enough amazing things about how the sex was written in this book. And I will point out the sex didn't happen. Until the end of book one. I didn't even care. No. The sexual tension for me, well. The buildup, the slow burn. Yeah, the slow burn. And also, she goes to, so essentially she goes the, is it the, I think it's the first night she goes. Yeah. To his club to like promote it. And she's dressed intentionally. Oh, yeah. You know, to, like, get him to make a move. Oh, one of her besties is, like, a hair and makeup right. chick. So she's... That must be nice. I, I, this is what I'm fucking saying, right. girl. Why like, I love I, you. Why, what? What? No. Why can't you do this No, I love that you come over here and bring me <laughs> vodka. And I offer, like, the lime juice and the ginger beer for these Moscow meals. But come on, girl. Why are you not over here, like, doing my hair? What's no. the fuck? Well, to be fair, my friend is my hairstylist. So is mine. <laughs> Uh, esthetician is uh, my best friend, mm-hmm. but also they are not on call to me and do not do my things. Rude girls. We need to be. I'm calling on our hair. <laughs> Both of us have like best other best friends that are hairdressers and we're like, we're calling on you bitches right, right. now. Like every time that we are doing a podcast, we feel like you need to do our hair. Right. Anyway, like, wouldn't that be nice? Every time you step out into a club or a restaurant or whatever. Like, Christine, you're, somebody is right. doing your hair and your makeup and styling yeah. you. So this is her yeah. life. So she shows up looking like a snack. And yes. she's like, I would like to eat you. Absolutely. And he tries to. Well, they have sex. They have sex in the office one time. Yeah. But then he like walks out. He's done. He, he was just like, like, thank you. Goodbye. What is yeah. that shouldn't have happened? So what you have with Legend is like, he's got this big past and you might not know about it yet. But he's letting you know right off the bat, he's not worthy of her. Right. Like, he wants to avoid prison. Yeah. And he wants to avoid prison for his, you know, mentally, you know, disabled friend, yeah. Bump. But, and so he's gonna, but he also wants, like, her attention so that she can help his club in any way possible. Yeah. But. And his past is dangerous. And he his past is dangerous. Into her life. And he has some hurt. Like, yeah. there was an ex who's dead. Yeah. And he has not, you know, touched a, or not, I don't yeah. want to say, I think he's like fucked, but I don't right. think he's like had no a relationship. relationship. And so, but he's like instant, like their connection, like from the second they like touch hands, from the second their eyes lock, like yeah. it's fucking amazing. And it's written so well. Thank you, Maggie. So again, legend, he's complicated. He's brooding. He's punishing himself. He wants her, yet he's pushing her away. All yeah. the good things that your best men do. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love him. So they have sex. He walks away. He does. And she's like, oh, man. Well, fuck. You know, mm-hmm. she's like upset. 
and they don't talk. They don't talk for, for a couple a, weeks. A, a couple weeks. And then that changes. Yes. Well, she gets like, I don't know. She has like um uh, emergency appendectomy or whatever. Yeah. Like whatever they call it when your appendix busts. Um, and her stepsister, Flynn, who's a really fucking amazing character. Yeah, she's got she's this, like, ass. stepsister who's, like, a streetcar racer yeah. and a college chick. And she's so funny. Um, but she tells him, like, she's having emergency surgery. You don't know if she's dying. You, but right. if, you, if you have any feelings for her, you better, clamp, you know, get that the fucking sort that shit now. Yeah. And he does. And he, like, rushes yeah. to the hospital to be by her side. Um, and he takes care of her. He takes her home from the hospital. He moves into her house, like, you know, all of these things. So he's given basically a second chance and he's explaining to her that I was scared. I was scared beyond belief. You're everything I ever thought you would be. The sex is absolutely fucking amazing and trailblazing between us. I can't believe that I had these feelings and reactions. Yes, I tried to, you know, my friend tried to kidnap you. And yes, I tried to blackmail you into helping me and you are helping me, but holy fuck. I want everything that there is with you. And he was like, you don't even have to believe me. I will show you. And he does. He puts in so much work for her while she's healing. Too good to be true. Oh man. I I had such a crush. That's the thing. Like as I'm reading this, I like everything about him. Everything. Too good to be true. But that's not even the case. Like he just is an amazing asshole character. Yeah. I mean, he's a dick. At he's first. dominant. Like, at he's, first. He's mouthy. He likes the sass. Yeah. He likes all this stuff. But he's also monitoring her pain medication, right. making sure she eats, making sure she has around, like, she's hydrated yep. and she's not pushing too far and she's not working too hard. And and she wants to have sex and bang him. And he's like, that's dangerous. I'm not doing that. But I will definitely finger bang you in the shower. Oh, yeah. So you can come. Yes. So he's not selfish because no. he doesn't expect anything in return. Nothing. And when she tries to get on her knees to he's blow like, him, no. he's like, no, no, you're still healing. Yeah. You're still healing from surgery. Like, let's heal yeah. you up and then I will fuck the shit out of you. Right. But in the meantime, I'm just glad to be here, like, in your presence. Right. And sometimes when you have the character that, like, did the wrong thing and then he's trying to redeem himself, sometimes it either goes, like, too quick and she forgives him too quick yeah. or... He puts it on so thick that you're like, nobody likes me this much. Like, ever. Like, you couldn't pay anyone to like me this much. Like, for, what the fuck? For me, as a reader, I forgot about what he did. He I was perfect. <laughs> I didn't even care. He was so perfect. Yeah. And she's not a person that has anyone that's ever taken care of right. her. So, like, her mother has passed away, yeah. and that was the only parent that she was close to. Her dad is awful. He's a... He's such a dick. And her ex-boyfriend is completely utter fucking garbage. And does come back and forth throughout the book. He just pokes his head in to be annoying. It's like whack-a-mole. You whack him and he goes away. The the ex-boyfriend works for her dad. And so they're like BFFs. And he takes the ex-boyfriend's side over Scarlet. And it's fucking obnoxious. How? I don't... uh, yeah, the parent just, is horrible. It's horrible. I yeah. just and then she does find out in the book, like she has this her mother like up on this big pedestal because she was like this amazing woman. And throughout the book, she does start to realize that her mom had faults. Yeah, she uh, was human. Yeah, and so she, you know, I feel like she's gotten closure from that a little bit. But then you find out that she has like a social media stalker 
Yeah. Like a troll. Right. And a like, bad one that like horrible threatens, her life. threatens yeah. to do horrible, nasty, mean things to her. Yeah. And like catches her like in that same day. It'll yes. be like a picture sent to her of the outfit she was wearing right. when she was like at brunch with all of her besties. Yeah. So it's scary. Yeah. So that gets added into the mix. Uh, we're going to talk about that when we come back from break. Yeah. Stalker. Stalker time. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Yay. Okay. Social media troll. The trolls. Yes. So there's one in particular that's being a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And it's like following her around and like threatening her life. She thinks it's her ex-boyfriend. Mm. It does not. Well, and Legend's having none of that. Oh, yeah. He's like, if you ever fucking talk to her again, I'll smash your face into a wall. And she's on lockdown. Like, he's constantly, right. like, watching her, yes. protecting her. He got her her own bodyguards. Yeah. He's not playing around. No. I, I like it. that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yep. He is just the right amount of, like, controlling. Right? Yeah. To make it worth it. Yeah. Really worth it. I know. I love it. Yeah. Um. So, look, the story goes in a whole lot of different directions that we're not really going to get into because we want you to read it. But you've got a situation where Legend used to be, like, an MMA, like, street fighter. Like, for years and years and years, to save the money and to open his club, he, like, got his, you know guts kicked out and teeth kicked out or whatever but still one and like he's still brutal and blah 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 but it's hard on a body yo and so that's why he has retired and has since opened the club well right. even though scarlet has helped him do all the things that he needed to do to like get people to come back into the club and that it not be like a dead stick um he still needs more money because his investors are coming around and they're like hey yo what's the fuck and it might not be working out as a club, but what he's figured out is he's been offered this idea of, like, being able to do legitimate fights. So, like, his club will now turn into the venue for, like, legitimized fights, right. not, like, underground street fighting where people try to kill each other and hurt each other really, really bad. But that's what he used to do. So there's, like, a guy that he beat on his way out when he retired that is, uh, his last name, I think, is Black. Yeah. And he's trying to come back and, like, goading him into a fight. Well, he ends up accepting it as long as he can make it a legitimate type fight. Right. And it be in his club where he gets, like, an X amount of the proceeds and, like, bring his club back to life. And all the investors sign off. And it looks like the world is going to go great for Legend for once. He's going to save his club, but he also has to be in training because he also has to fight this guy who wants to try to kill him in the ring. It was a lot. It's a lot. I will say, though, what I really love about Megan March is she brings things and characters from previous books. Yes. So, like, they're all kind of linked together, which is so interesting to me that she's able to do that. So, like, for instance, in this story, uh, two of his investors are men from two other book series yes like creighton yes. and canon and then they say uh the characters in the book say numerous times that their favorite drink or whiskey is seven, seven centers. centers which is from the mount trilogy so right. it's like super cool when you're reading through it 
and you catch on to those and you're like, oh yeah, I read those books. Yeah, it's like a fangirl moment. Right. I love it. I like that she does that. I do too. That she kind of links them all together. I, even though it's little. Yeah. It's, I like it. It's I like it cool. too. I like it too. Yes. Yeah. Good so, job, Megan Marsh. He gets this fight. He gets everything. It's going to be at his club. The money alone is going to like save the club. Yeah. The troll gets more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, it's the, what, we're at the night of the fight now, right? Yeah. So. Well, let's say, too, like, leading up to this, you have a relationship. Yeah. They are completely in love with each other. They are completely public. Yeah. They are completely in lust. The sex is fucking amazing. Yes. He is fucking her every witch away. She's fucking him back every yeah. witch away. She's finding her inner bitch. I love it. Like, she is growing as a person that, you know, her ex-boyfriend kind of treated her like shit yeah. and told her, like, you don't know how to fuck. You don't, yeah. you're an ice queen, blah, blah, blah. Like, legend, like, brings everything out in her. Like, you know that you've yeah. got two people that are, like, destined soulmates. Yeah. Like, they found their person. Yeah. So, I love it. Like, everything you seem to be is going great. She's supporting him up until the night of the fight. Right. Yeah. Then wackiness ensues. Right. So, the fight is happening. Yeah. Her, her friends, everyone, everyone that every, anyone that's everyone and all of the above are all at this fight. Right. Uh he wins yeah i'm not gonna say the details you have to read the book it's written really yes. well though like yes. for a fight scene yeah yeah because you you think he's not gonna win yeah he wins yeah he wants to collect scarlet at the end and like celebrate yeah but she's nowhere to be found well where is she i don't know <laughs> who, who is it who could it be the troll could it be his arch nemesis, Moses? I don't know, but it could be the troll. I don't know. I don't know. Someone takes her. Somebody does. And shit gets out of control. Yeah. But he saves her. He does. Well, duh. 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 Yeah. It's so good. It's good. I I liked it because you never quite know where she's going to go. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen to, you know, sometimes in these books, like, you know where it's going to end. Yeah. You know what's next before you read it. You've read it before. Right? But I feel like Megan does a really good job with surprise, like surprising you about where she's going with the scene and the plot line. I don't know. I love every aspect of this book. There wasn't one single character I didn't like outside of, and I liked the girlfriends. There were just too many. Yeah. But I liked everything about it. Yeah. All the side characters on both sides because yeah. they're, you know, these are two people in a relationship now. So they're bringing their people together. And so, you know, Scarlett has like, you know, again, one of her friends is like her personal stylist slash makeup artist slash, you know, hair yeah. stylist, whatever. Then you've got like, I don't know, one of her friends, like her job is the fact that she's married to like an athlete or yeah. something like, yeah, I don't like know. Like these are just the total opposite of the spectrum right. of people that should be together, but they've made it fit. Yeah. And he is great to her friends. She, her friends are great to him. Yeah. He, she is great to his family because he doesn't just have friends. He has family. He keeps his circle very small. Yeah. Because of some shit that happened in his childhood that actually brought him to, you know, the city right. that they're in. So, so good. They're both really loyal. Like, yeah. They're both really loyal human beings. And what I really appreciated was 
So they have their groups. Yeah. And they're loyal to those groups. Mm -hmm. And two of the people in her group are her public relations yeah. people. Financial advisors, yes. public relations, um, all their and things. And they pretty much tell her, like, listen, we love you, but you can't date him. Yeah. He's not good for your image. It's not a good look. Like, we're really concerned. And she, I feel like at that point, while she still has loyalty to her friends, her loyalty to to him has now been bumped up a bit because yeah. she's like, I don't fucking care what you say. I appreciate what you're saying, but this is my life. I will do what the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. He isn't who you think he is. Like I'm choosing him. Yeah. And so I really appreciated that because I feel like in real life, that happens a lot. Yeah. Like it happened to me specifically, you know, like when I started dating my husband, you have friends that, you know, don't like that you're not single, don't like that your attention is split or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. There's always somebody trying to rain on your parade. Yeah. And she just takes no shit. And I appreciated that about her. Yeah. So... You know. Yeah, she, it's like, it's identified that the type of connection that they have is so like one of a kind that you can't let it pass you by without yeah. trying to see where it goes. And it's like, it's one of those moments in your life, those life changing, alter, you know, life altering type moments. And we read those, we yeah. read those in every one of these series that we get excited about. And that's exactly what's happening because yeah. you were a person without your other half and now you found your other half and yeah, there may be some, you know, wackiness can yeah. ensue, but at the same time, like you're going to get your happy ending and this book does have its happy yes. endings and everyone is great. Yeah. Um, but you believed it, you believed it, you loved it. You were rooting for the characters. You were you know, wanting the demise of the naysayers, like you wanted right. all these things to happen. And the author in her own way, in her own time, made it happen. Right. So it was great. Yeah, It was great. Now, I will say Lachlan Mount from the Mount Trilogy was way more my style of like mafia, naughty mouth, whatever. But and I've never really been that much of like the MMA type fighter, yeah. you know, club owner type situation. But he was a fucking close second. I will tell yeah. you that. Mm hmm. I guess I don't know if I had to put them up next to each other. I don't know. I feel I like know. I like if it was like me, mm -hmm. I feel like I would go more the fighter route. Like I would more legend, more legends. Yeah. Just because. I mean, the mafia kind of scares me. <laughs> I have zero like, issues. Like in real life, I just feel like I my red flags. Be, you know how I'm a red flag. You queen. are a red I'd flag be queen. Fucking popping off all nope. over the place. So I feel like an MMA fighter would probably be more my style, legal or not. Yeah, it'd still be more my style. So yeah, no, me. I'm more lucky yeah. now, all the way, a hundred percent. But legends like a close second. Like for, I think it's like the anti-hero. Yeah. So she, when she wrote Lachlan Mount, it was like the anti-heroes collection mm -hmm. where he was a bad guy and he went into their relationship wanting bad things. Right. And then it got twisted on his head and, you know, but he redeemed himself yeah. and blah, blah, blah. With legend, it's like, he wasn't really an anti-hero. He was more like, nope, stop, 
stop this hard stop. We can't, I fucked you. It's amazing. It's incredible. You're everything I ever want, but I don't deserve you, blah, blah, blah. And I get a little annoyed with the whole wishy-washy of like, oh, I don't deserve you. I'm like, fuck the shit out of me, you asshole. What the fuck? Who are you to tell me what I deserve? So I am more of Lachlan Mount in this situation, but fucking Megan March, you write heroes. I know. I mean, every which away, but they're so good. Yeah. These books are so good. You know what we should do? What? We have not discussed this. Hmm. So it could just be the vodka. So I'm just going to say it's it. It's totally the vodka. It is. Yeah. Okay. So what if for season four. Okay. We have our fans email us their favorite Megan March books and the oh, winner yeah. we'll review in season four. Do it. Because right now, what, we have a sort of list for season four, and I don't think Megan March is on there. I don't know. But we, yeah. we can add her. Fuck yeah, we can't. I mean, every season we can add her. Like, I don't have any issues with that. I've read them all. Right. There's not a Megan March book right. that is published to date of this podcast that I don't own and haven't read. So I am an avid Megan March reader. So come on, fans. Like, send the see? emails. What do you want to see in season Is it four? between the Mount Trilogy and the Legend Trilogy, like, what trilogy needs to come next? Yeah. So this is going to go out to everybody that's on, like, the socials for Megan. Yep. Like, hopefully, she shared in the first season yep. when we did the Mount Trilogy, she shared it with her followers. So hopefully she's going to share this one. But let us know, because we'll do it again. Like, every time Megan drops a book, like, we've got, we've got more books to do. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. So let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So next week, let me just say this. It's going to be my birthday, y'all. Like my actual birthday, February 9th. Let's just let everybody know it's Jillian's birthday. We're not going to say how old I am. Don't even try to guess. Like, it's just not okay. It's not, it's not important. Um, but I've said it before in season one, we did Amelia Hutchins, Faye Chronicles. We did fighting destiny and we were just setting up the series for you that is like, I don't know, 12 to 15 books. I haven't even counted them. I own them all. I fucking love them. The fake chronicles are the shit. Writer is my book husband. Like you have to do categories with these books. So he's my paranormal book husband. Yeah. He's a dark fae. He is we have my dark fae. Numerous people mm-hmm. that. That episode is one of our funniest. Yes, they love the episode. They love the Fake Chronicles. Like, yeah, part I don't even. Part two is coming. Like, Morgan can't read all of the books in the no. series that I want her to read no, in order to do this time. podcast, but we're going to kind of touch base. I have read the series numerous times. It's still ongoing and I'm still reading it and it's still going to go on in the future. And I'm like, drop the pre order girl. I am there every time. I fucking love Amelia Hutchins. Um, but writer, writer is my book husband of all time. Like my actual husband is like, really, you need to stop saying that on (laughs) on a recording. And I'm like, oh honey, I'm so sorry. I love you. You're my real life husband. I love you, Chris. Um, but you're not a dark fae. (laughs) So writer is my dark fae imaginary book husband. Um, and that's what I chose to do for my birthday. Um, and then quickly right after that, we're going to go back to 50 shades, which we're so stoked about for Valentine's day. So around valentine's yeah. day so well, yeah they always came out around valentine's they day, did so and like you know my like when the very first um movie came out my sister bought me tickets for around my birthday my yep. birthday's around valentine's day 
and she took me to like go see like a special screening and there was like a cocktail party and there was a drawing event and actually we just recently talked about this you were there too and i, I didn't was. even know you then yep, i was that's there. so funny and i remember being so pissed because the next one didn't come out for like two years yeah it was a long time but still it still came valentine's out day. around valentine's day i was so pissed about it but then when the second one came out the next one the third one came out like a year later oh yeah it was right on yeah. time and like i'd love to that like yes it came out at valentine's but yet all the merch that came out like yeah. there was so much like i have all the wine bottles i have like the sex toys i'm not gonna lie like yeah. i bought specific yeah. 50 shades sex toys and i still have them yep my real husband's really excited about this episode <laughs> sorry <laughs> baby like, damn it <laughs> I'm so sorry, babe. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's skipping ahead. So again, we're just going to wait till next week when we celebrate me because that's yeah. really what we want it to be. Right. So yeah. Um, so at the end of every one of our episodes, we do have a recording for Morgan that's telling you to please visit all of our stuff. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure that I do point out that the only podcast review platform that we are on out there is Apple. We really do just want some love on Apple. There's yeah. not been a lot of going, you know, stuff going on there. We really want some feedback. If you don't have the time to write us an email, we definitely appreciate that. But if you can just send a review or even just do like a, you know, a subscribe, star. a like, a star, yeah. anything like that, we really would appreciate. So, yeah. Yeah. Till next week. Bye, guys. Bye. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.